0: My name is Dr. Tram Jones, and since 2019, my wife and I have been living in Haiti. This is the story of our life there and the patients we've seen. At the time I'm recording this, Haiti is the only country in the Western Hemisphere to have not given a single coronavirus vaccine. We are one of only four countries in the entire world to be able to say that. To those of us in the United States who have returned to a normal life, this might bring back echoes of a dark recent past when restaurants and bars were closed across our country. And we can understand that there are other countries that have yet to fully vaccinate their citizens. But to have zero vaccines? That seems unbelievable. And you might say, well, it's a poor country, they just can't afford them. But that would not be true. The truth is much more complex and much more winding. The most obvious answer as to why Haiti has no vaccines is that the government, under the now assassinated president, refused an offer of free AstraZeneca vaccine under a WHO program. But this decision, seemingly illogical to Americans, must be unpacked if we have any hope of tackling this issue. The most evident reason why the vaccine was refused was that for nearly a year, there was little coronavirus in Haiti. Now, Haiti has no usable statistics about COVID, but other than an initial peak, there were not large portions of the population dying or being hospitalized last year. Haitians thought they were somehow immune to coronavirus. And I know this sounds bizarre to Americans for whom coronavirus was a world-shattering event, but COVID was not Haiti's biggest problem. Gangs were, and still do, hold the country and particularly the capital in their grasp. Protests were breaking out against the president, the economy was in shambles, and deaths from malnutrition were steadily rising. And so, Haitians saw little benefit in taking a vaccine. And one might be able to accept that there were not a ton of cases, so maybe there was little perceived benefit. But what about the cost of it? Haitians are, as a country, naturally distrustful of both foreign nations and their own government. This is not to say that they're inhospitable or mean to people from other nations, but after a long history of being oppressed by a list of other countries and their own ruling class, they're always suspicious they're being used in a bigger game. In regards to other nations, The predominant rumor among the population was that other countries wanted to use Haitians to experiment on with vaccines. That the COVID vaccines given to Haiti were a kind of pilot program before they were given to rich nations. And this might sound ridiculous to you as an American or a scientist. We know that modern day drug testing needs to have a stable environment where you can track subjects and Haiti would be a disaster for that. But that's an American mindset and an American perspective. You need to look at this from the view of a Haitian. If that's too difficult, try to look from the view of an African-American in light of the Tuskegee experiments. Many of us may know about this. In the 1930s all the way to the 70s, a group of African-American men were found to have syphilis. They were promised free health care, but instead, the purpose of the experiment was actually to study the natural course of syphilis. They were not informed of the diagnosis and given no treatment. Naturally, even today, there's hesitancy on the part of African-Americans in regard to medicine. Haiti has had its own similar events. During the reign of the dictator Papa Doc, one of his cronies was known as the Vampire of the Caribbean, selling Haitian blood and cadavers to U.S. medical schools. Haitians have felt so discarded for so many years by the international community that the only reason they can imagine another country would give them free vaccines is if there's a catch. And this fear of other countries is dwarfed by the hatred and distrust Haitians have for their own government. As coronavirus cases started to rise in Haiti two months ago, more and more Haitians realized that COVID actually was a serious problem. Many prominent members of the government died, and then a former president had to be medevaced out of the country. The final straw was when the leader of the Supreme Court succumbed to the disease. Even once it was taken seriously, there was little the country could do to fight the spread. Haiti, with a population of more than 11 million, had somewhere around 60 working ventilators. Most of the oxygen stores of the country were in inaccessible warehouses in areas under direct gang control. Forget ventilators, this meant that most hospitals had little to no oxygen. In light of this, the Haitian government made a formal request for vaccines to be imported into the country. And that was the death knell for vaccinations in Haiti. Once their own government was involved, Haitians turned away en masse. Given the average Haitian's hatred for their elected officials, they felt that anything involving them could not be good. When you speak with them, there's actually a sizable minority of Haitians that say they would accept the vaccine if they could go get it in the United States, but to receive it from their own government? Never. This was combined with the bad press that vaccines, particularly AstraZeneca, received in the international press. This negative publicity was harmful to the vaccination push in Haiti. You must take the perspective of a Haitian villager. The average, everyday Haitian doesn't think in terms of percentages. A scientist, on the other hand, might say, well, yes, there's a one in a million chance of a non-deadly blood clot, but the risk of dying from COVID is one in 200, so on the whole, that means you increase your chances of living significantly by getting vaccinated. But Haitians, and I'm not talking about the top 10% of Haitians, but rather the bottom 90% in regards to education, don't really think like that. They hear someone report that blood clotting could occur, and they interpret this to mean that blood clotting will occur. All of these sentiments combine with the fact that conspiracy theories run wild in Haiti. As an American, you might say, well, we have a lot of conspiracy theories here, too. But I've lived in both countries, and it's on another level in Haiti. And why is this? Well, most of these rumors are spread on WhatsApp or Facebook, just like in the U.S. But crucially, there's no independent, robust journalism in Haiti. And I know, Americans have varying views on newspapers. And I'm not trying to wade into those waters. But at the very least, we can agree that there are news sources that attempt to debunk false claims. Further, an increasing portion of Americans have grown up with the internet, and we can easily identify a fake story from the web. It's no coincidence that it's mostly the elderly, people who spent their formative years without access to the internet, who have trouble identifying scams. While the internet is burgeoning in Haiti now, many didn't grow up with it. They don't have the built-in instinct that this is fake news or That's not a real Nigerian prince. They often take the theory at face value. We have not even explored the logistical issues of a vaccine in a country that currently has no gasoline or diesel because gangs control the port. For over a month now, there's been no fuel in the capital city. If a vaccine other than AstraZeneca is used, a cold chain will need to be assured in a country with almost no state electricity and no diesel to run generators. If you can convince the population to accept the vaccine, there's no guarantee that you can get it to them. And so all of these, a mistrust of outsiders, a hatred of their own government, the widespread bad press about AstraZeneca, and conspiracy theories have decimated the desire among Haitians to want a vaccine. From my experience, I would be surprised if more than 10% of the population would accept a vaccine. Recent small studies among other healthcare facilities have indicated that only 25% of staff at the clinics would accept the vaccine. And I've spoken with other organizations who have done mobile clinics in the mountains, totally unrelated to the vaccine, and the villagers will not come to the clinic for fear that they might be forced to get the vaccine. And so what will happen? No one really knows. Given the political crisis, it seems that it will take some time for any rollout to occur. It may be that Haiti will be a case study in the natural course of coronavirus. We may simply see the entire population become infected with COVID and watch the effects. God be with Haiti right now. Thank you for listening. Every Wednesday morning, we publish a new narrative from life here. We are simply telling stories as we've seen them in Haiti. But Haiti is a fascinating country with a rich history, and there are many Haitian voices that can tell the story of Haiti in all its facets, and we encourage you to seek them out. As we made this episode, some names may have been changed to protect confidentiality. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends or give us a rating wherever you find your podcasts. To learn more about the work of Light from Light in Haiti, or to get involved, visit us on the web at lightfromlight.me. Thank you, and God bless. A brief update. One day after recording this episode, Haiti received their first batch of COVID vaccine, the Moderna from the United States.